Hey, and welcome back to episode number 19 in... Um, do I get it? Say in our podcast, not in our podcast. Not on our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to... <laughs> please leave the first take in as well. Please, please don't welcome edit to the that podcast. out of everyone's welcome lives. Welcome to episode 19. <laughs> we started now. I don't want that to be a thing that only we experience. Please have that the start of the always professional Magic Animal Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> professional. I got. Do you ever do that when you record? Do you ever forget... Like what? Se- well, you know what series you're on, but you just forget like what the intro is for the series. Yeah, well, I, I always say the wrong one. I do that half the time. How many like how many takes do I normally take to do building time? Oh, intro? Yeah. I'm always doing that wrong because n- almost all my series I say hello, this is Stampy, and welcome to a Minecraft Let's Play video, and then I say what it is. But with building time, it's welcome to building time, the show where we build in time, and on so I always get. Oh, it's a very... So people don't realise just how difficult our job is, really. They don't understand to say how words hard words are to say. Yeah. <laughs> so hard sometimes. But words are easy to say. It's just the order. Getting them in the right order is the, the trouble most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, like, news reporters have kind of, like, a, a hard job because they're live. Like, when we went on TV, I found speaking much harder. You know, because, it's like, obviously it's live and there's so many people watching you live and you just feel like you have to say things... You know, like, on here, I mean, if we said something completely wrong, we'd laugh about it. But on TV, everything's just so serious, and especially with news and stuff. I feel like their jobs are, like, you know, they're so so hard. Yeah, but, like, they so they, they get used to the whole being live on TV. Like, that was, you know, when, we, when we, we've done, like, TV interviews, like, that's a fun, exciting novelty. For them, it's not, you know, especially if they're doing a daily show. Like, that's their, their job. They do that every day. So they'd get used to, to that side of it I guess and most of them just have you know they're just reading scripts anyway they have auto cue so it's not like they're they're thinking of things to say and yeah. you've done live streams like why why is a live stream so different yeah yeah I guess not yeah I don't know well I mean I guess not not as many people watch my live streams as they do the the new station so but yeah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> good point Squid I'm glad you brought it up <laughs> <laughs> Another we, we, we never really talked about that. That might be a nice way to to start because that was like a, that was like a, an exciting thing, wasn't it for for both of us? So I mean, I know. So so if if you didn't see, if you search in YouTube, like it's been re-uploaded a bunch of time. Like, good, it's Good Morning Britain, isn't it? Then like yeah. Stampy and Squid or something. ITV. We did an interview, but people people didn't get to know what you were like before the interview because you almost backed out, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, like I I don't really like doing anything like that. Um... But Stamps kind of said, you know, <laughs> why don't you come down and do it? So I like, I umanad a bit and then I just said, right, okay, I'm going to do it. And then, yeah, we went. It was terribly nerve wracking, but I enjoyed it afterwards. It was, it was really good. It goes so fast. Like, you don't understand the interviews. You know, we were there from like half six in the morning and, and we wasn't on until like eight. So you have like an hour and a half before just wondering, you know, what, what, what they're going to say, what questions they're going to ask sort of thing. But you're only on for like... A couple of minutes. Well, that's what only what it felt like. Anyway, we only asked a couple of. Got asked well, we a went of on questions. twice, didn't we? Like we went on and then they kicked us off and then they brought us back on again. Yeah. <laughs> later on, but there's something I didn't really tell you is because obviously they, they wanted both of us to to go on and 
I asked Squid and he was like, no. But And then so I kept really saying like, oh no, but they want both of us. I was like, but if you don't go, I might not be able to do it. But like, <laughs> they never said that. I just wanted you to do it because I knew you would enjoy it. I knew like looking back on it, like... Like, when we're older, the chances are no one would want us to do an interview yeah. with us. You know, this is, you know, like, like you know, I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but I feel like this is a very now thing. So I didn't want you to, to kind of miss the the opportunity. So I didn't necessarily lie because they, you know, they did. They asked for both of us, but they never suggested that they were going to cancel it if you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is me owning up. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you did anyway, because it was, as you said, it was it was a good experience. And it was, I think it was, it's like a, a year ago. It was two years ago. I can't remember how long it's ago. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it was, it was quite a while ago. And oh, do you remember? I remember because the night before, because Squid was really nervous, and so we were having. We had a, a romantic dinner together in the hotel <laughs> in London. And I was trying to, like, calm him down a bit, like, joke around about it. So we came up with the idea of us both with, like, glasses. And then, like, every time, like, one of us would take our glasses off, the other one would put it on. And we just, like, as a secret uh. code. So we wouldn't mention it. Yeah. Just while we're talking, I'll take my glasses off. This good would just happen to put his on, but we try and do it naturally. <laughs> so we came up with a challenge to do that. Like, I knew we wouldn't actually do that because <laughs> we'd have been too scared but i just remember we found that the funniest thing in the world and it would have been really funny yeah. though to be fair yeah <laughs> maybe if we like went on again like you know later on like if we went on now it wouldn't be too bad but yeah oh, says, but people know the glasses thing was it, it might not but it might have been something to do with crossing the legs or maybe it was like yeah one it was of us some crosses. kind of secret thing that we had planned yeah well, I think it might have been if one of us crosses our legs, the other one uncrosses, we basically have to switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I actually do regret. I know, like, I know if I did it now, I would be able to, to do that. But at the time, it was, I was <laughs> much more nervous back then. Anyway, we kind of jumped straight into to that rather than getting the pleasantries out of the way. So, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, a bit warm. Bit bit warm this week. Uh, bit warm? England have a heat wave. <sighs> At the moment, it's absolutely boiling, and we moan that we'd have a summer, and then it comes, and we still moan. So that's British <laughs> yeah. people for you. Well, the the problem is, is when we moan saying it's hot, we, I always get like a bunch of messages from people. You know, like I got a lot of friends who live in like Dubai or you know, like in California and stuff. Who, um, you know, it's much hotter there, for example. But the thing is, places that are always hot. They're like, they're ready for it, you know, like everywhere's air conditioned, you know, there's shade in places, you know, they're built to be hot. England is built to be cold and rainy. So when it is hot, we're not prepared. No one's got air conditioning. You know, our windows don't open wide enough like it. We just melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like on TV as well, there's no adverts for, you know, air conditioners or anything like that. It's always, you know, is your house insulated enough? You know, can can you yeah, trap yeah. as much heat in as possible? Double, the... triple glazing. Yeah. You know, maybe just set the house on fire to keep warm in the winter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we're not prepared. So when it does get hot, we just melt. So I mean, I, I think I might have spoke this before, but I have like uh, when recording. I'm not doing it right now, but sometimes I just like soak my t-shirt in water before uh, I start. Yeah. And, but normally by normally by the end of a 20-minute video, it's dry. <laughs> like it's <laughs> that's the oh, only way because so recording's the toughest thing. So especially when I was um when I used to live with my parents, like my we, we live right on a main road and my room was right next to, to that road. So if I open my window, you just hear traffic non-stop. So I wouldn't be able to open my window. Luckily now. 
like I'm at the back of the house and I'm in like a quieter place. So my only worry is people suddenly trimming their hedges or, or, or <laughs> something. So <laughs> otherwise I would literally melt. Still, it's worth it. I mean, you know, you can have a bit of edge trimming for the relief of being cool. But yeah, we need air conditioners. We should really just, inv- you know, invest in some just for the off chance that we yeah. might get a hot day. But they're too noisy. I, I, I've got one of them in my room and it's so loud. Like, yeah, I, I got one too. It's even hard just to edit with on. But the one I got's like, it's like a, a water one. So you you put water in it and it uses water to to cool down the air and then put it back out. Okay. The thing is, it's not good enough. So you just have like a a hot moist room, which is just worse. you know you feel like you're in the rainforest. Or like, like it doesn't help you in any way. Like it's. <laughs> oh, that sounds it's awful. Just, I mean, I love the ones yeah. that, like, obviously, the, the hotels are on the nice and quiet, smooth, smooth airflow, really nice. But, no, they're just terrible here. <laughs> they don't sell good ones. But, yeah, I'm not complaining, though. It is really hot. It's supposed to be um, hot for the rest of the week, so me and Stamps will be dying in the video. So if you ever hear us, like, going, <laughs> it's not because we're unhealthy. It's because we are just dying of heat exhaustion. Like, it's not because we're unhealthy, we're just dying. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty much the definition of uh, uh, unhealthy there, Squid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. No, not by our So what have you been up to this week? I've seen, I've seen you talking a lot more about Pokemon Go. Pokemon! I mean, let, let, let's, we won't spend too long talking about Pokemon Go, because we spoke about it a lot last week, and it's, it's probably getting to the point where people are starting to get pretty fed up with just hearing about it all the time, but go on, what, give me your Pokemon adventures for this week. <laughs> uh, where have I been? I went to Nottingham, uh, I met up with Ash, but like, the park where we went, there was no signal. So it was like the most picturesque park you could ever imagine. It was beautiful, there was like a lake, there was like the chances to capture like every single Pokemon, like it was it was just amazing, but there was no signal, so we couldn't even do it. So we drove, I drove like a, an hour, I think it was like a, just over an hour to get there. Uh, Ash drove pretty much the same sort of distance, and yeah, as I said, we got there, nothing, so it was a right waste of time, but, um, but yeah, but I've done stuff other than that, like, at my local park, there's loads of park stops, I've been meeting, like, loads of people there, and it's weird, because, like, I've never really seen that many people in the park until this game's come out, and we went the other night, and there was, like, 20 people just sitting down on benches, just playing Pokemon, there was, there was nobody not playing Pokemon, there was even, like, a woman, like, in her mid-40s, pushing a pram along, and she just sat down and played Pokemon, I was like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> this isn't <laughs> normal, this is just not normal. It's the exact same around me, it's really cool, though, like, I know that like a lot of people be messy because obviously in the the last podcast I was saying about how I, I don't think it's gonna last for as long as people think and I stand by that but that's not me saying like like I'm not saying po- you know I think it's awesome you know I think it's amazing that you know what it's doing it's just the actual game part of it which I've been not amazed with but the thing is I think the reason why I'm not amazed by it is the reason why it's so popular. I think if there was more of a game there, then that would turn a lot of people off. Like, I think the fact that, you know, this 40-year-old woman, you know, who may have never played a video game in her life is playing it, is because she can get it. It's so simple that mm-hmm. you don't have to be a gamer to get it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what's really it good about really it. But it's really like... so many server problems. Like, it just... Half the time I get a Pokemon, it just crashes, or, like, I keep getting disconnected and stuff. So it's kind of... I feel like I, I can't even judge it yet, just because... I, it hasn't been working enough for me to judge it fairly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got a lot of problems. Um, but, you know, it's only been out for, what, like a week or two now? Um, and there's just that many people trying to connect. It's just, you know, it's just... When you think about how many people's playing around your area, 
and then you know multiply that by you know how many other countries have got it right now yeah. it's just a lot of strain but i don't know how they did like how they didn't like foresee this happening surely they knew it was going to be popular surely they knew there was going to be a lot of people playing it and you well, know. they said they said they knew it was going to be popular but they had no idea it was going to be as popular as it is and i like i'm not blaming them for the server stuff like it's annoying but they there's no like no one could have predicted it was going to be this big yeah. like you know, like it's it's beyond the Pokemon fan base now. Like that's what sparked it. Like there's always like the 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 first crowd, the you know the initial early adopters that yep. set the trend. So they all that and they're us. They're the gamers, the nostalgic Pokemon fans, whatever. So we started it, and then it just spread to the mainstream so quick. And now it's like you know more people use it than Twitter. Like how could they predict that? Like it's, yeah, that is it's unbelievable. Yeah. The, the amount of success it has so that's you know they're gonna sort that server stuff i just want to see once i get to kind of use it properly i mean like it, it, is, it is changing the way i live my life like, me and squashy have gone for two picnics within the last few days happened to be next to poker stops you know like we we went shopping yesterday around tesco saw someone put down a law uh. rushed around to grab the rest of what we needed and charged to the park <laughs> and met with a the family who put down the law happened to be fans of us we got had pictures with them and you know we caught pokemon together yeah. and then when we were leaving there was quite like a like a, a laddie guy you know the type of person that probably wouldn't normally speak to me was like oh you're playing pokemon mate and i was like oh yeah yeah and he was like you got a squirtle and i was like yeah that was what i started with but then squishy was like oh i haven't got one yet and he's like there's a squirtle always hanging around the back of Wilco. You should go there, mate. And just walked <laughs> up and like, what? what? Like, you know, someone who like, in, you know, in, in life, I would probably have never have spoke to coming yeah. up to me with a, a hot tip that there's a squirtle hanging around the back of Wilco. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, what world are we living in now? It's, it is it's crazy. Insane. So but I am... It's just making people, like, approach each other a lot more, i found. There's a lot more people speaking to each other. And, you know, I haven't met a person yet that's that's played it that ain't up for a, a quick chat, you know, about what team they're on, you know, what they've caught, is there anything, you know, good about and stuff like that. There's Everyone just seems so so nice. And I know there's been a lot of stuff uh, in the news, but that's I think it's just, you know... Well, I predicted that. If you remember, so, so last week when we did the podcast, it had just come out. Because it's kind of it was basically essentially two weeks ago from when you're listening to this, and uh, some people have been calling me psychic because I said in that you know there's going to be a bunch of stuff in the news that they're going to try and make negative about it because they always do you know that's yeah, the yeah. the way they do the news and so yeah that was going to come no matter what like there was going to be these you know the, the 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 negative stories you know get more views than the positive stories so I knew that was coming like there I was, don't I don't care about that there was actually something uh, last night that happened uh, close to my area about half an hour it's actually where. Uh, Nicole's mum and dad live and there were two kids who was tracking this Pokemon and they ended up basically outside I think it was I don't know someone's house and these two guys were breaking in to the house like trying to rob them and these kids since they were playing Pokemon and the camera's up they managed to film it and basically capture this burglary and you know they helped they helped with the you know the crimes and everything like that and they've, yeah they basically uh, helped out with it so that's a, that's a good story. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of these stories, like like the negative ones, you could just replace like Pokemon Go for any other app, you know? Like you people say, oh, you know, someone got, you know, knocked over by a car because they were crossing the road getting Pokemon. It's like, wait, like how many people have do that because they're texting or something? You know, it's not, yeah. you know, like if, if someone's going to use, you know, the app unresponsibly, like it's not the app's fault. You yeah. know, it's like um it says every I think, time you I think log it's on. Snapchat. 
has a thing that, like, you can have a setting which says how fast you're going when you take a picture. But it has a warning saying, you know, don't take a picture when you're driving, you know, it's when you're in the passenger seat. But a lot of people are having a go at, like, I don't, I don't know if it, it might be Instagram, it might be Snapchat, I don't know, but it's just one of them, <laughs> the picture I ones. think it's Snapchat, <laughs> um, I think I know what you mean. I think it is Snapchat, and those people are having to go at that, saying, like, it's, you know, the app's fault. It's like, no, like, if someone's going to take a picture of themselves driving, like, that, like, you can't blame the app for that person's yeah. stupidity, you know? Like, it's, you can't, just because they were using the, the app, you know, like, it's not, you know, people will be people. Anyway, we're going to move, that's Pokemon Go talk for this week. We might have a little bit of Pokemon Go talk next week, but then, then we're, then we'll settle down and talk okay, about let's, something let's, else. Do you think it's going to be as popular, died down... Or gone more popular by next week. Uh, it will be more popular just because it will be available in more places, and hopefully the servers will be working better. But there'll be more and more people moaning about it, and yeah. not mo. And the thing is, it's not people moaning about the app; it's moaning about everyone talking about the app. You know, like <laughs> anything that gets this popular. You know, like I get bored of looking through YouTube and all of the videos are Pokemon Go prank, Pokemon Go parody. Pokemon <laughs> Go players are like, you know, like it's, you know, I get fed up, you know, I I, I, I think, you know, I, I have enjoyed the time with my app while it's been working. Yeah. But I, I'm annoyed with that all being people are talking about. And I know we're doing a podcast and we're talking about <laughs> it and I'm a hypocrite, but I don't care. <laughs> so I think, you know, the longer it goes, you know, anything popular, you know, garners hate. So I, I think that it'll be more popular next week, but more people will be moaning about it. That's okay. my... What's your best Pokemon? My psychic prediction. Uh, well, my best Pokemon I've seen is that little dragon worm thing, which is apparently, like, ridiculously rare, but dragon it crashed air. as I was catching it. No, not the, the little... The worm one that evolved yeah, dragon into... Air. Oh, yeah, it might be Dragonair. Yeah. So I found one of them, and I'm only, yeah, like, a, I'm only like level, then. like... Like, I'm only, like, level eight or something as well. Like, I've hardly played. So... Like, I found one of them, and then it crashed, and I was annoyed. And then I, I found a Meowth, and I wanted to catch it and call it Stampy and take over a gym, but it crashed when I got that. So I've seen those are good Pokemon, <laughs> but I haven't caught any. I got a Poliwag. I was happy because I got a Poliwag. Anyway, <laughs> we're not talking about Pokemon Go anymore. We're moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll move I'm on. I'm forcing us to. So what happened to you last Wednesday? Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> last Wednesday? What do you mean last Wednesday? What, what happened last Wednesday? I don't know, I'm asking you, what happened last Wednesday? Oh, I, can't oh, I wanted remember. to know what was going on. I haven't last, heard anything about it. Last Wednesday? I don't know. It's a bit random. Um, to be honest, probably my first answer. Probably Pokemon Go, mate, to be honest with you. Been recording it a lot lately. It's good. It's getting me out and about. It's okay, getting my fitness, fitness levels up. <laughs> tell me about a day last week <laughs> that I didn't, didn't play Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah, which, <laughs> <laughs> when Pokemon went rather than going. <laughs> Pokemon gone. <laughs> Pokemon gone out the window. Um, have I have I played anything? Well, actually, one of the things that I was really excited about that I just recorded this morning um, is probably one of my favourite games because I've been doing like quite a few episodes on it. Well, I've done loads, actually. The Scrap Mechanics. Um, but they released a new feature, which is just absolutely amazing. I love it. So what you can do is you can actually save your creations now and then upload them to Steam and then everyone can do it and it's just a big sharing platform. So if anyone's built anything good, they can basically put it on a lift, save it, name it, upload it, and then you can re-download it if you ever want to use it again or anything like that. <laughs> that so sounded like, like an advert. <laughs> name it, share it, upload it. Like you just sounded like a <laughs> you went into a song then. <laughs> Technologic. Technologic. It's a Daft Punk song. Scrap that. mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next parody stamps. 
<laughs> Daft Punk slash Scrap Mechanic. If there's ever been a more fitting combination, <laughs> Daft Punk and Scrap Mechanic is... Well, anyway, well. so carry on. Good collaboration. <laughs> but yeah, well, no, actually, was... talking about games and games you like, have you done your homework? Uh, Do you remember what the homework was, more no, importantly? Not really, mate, to be honest. <laughs> You're the one. Do you remember what the homework was? No. So was the homework was... Game? To play a new game that you've never played before. Uh, Maybe you've accidentally done the homework. I don't. I yeah, I probably have accidentally done the homework. Uh, let me have a quick think while you tell me what you've played. <laughs> well, well I, I started playing... So it's an old game. Um, a lot of people consider it to be like the best game ever. As I've, I've, I've been playing on the, the 3DS um, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Right. Which uh, I never... I don't know. Have you played that? Okay, sorry about that. Um, as you can see, uh, Xbox Live has just gone down halfway through the podcast. So, um, yeah, there's going to be just other random gameplay uh, instead. So, whatever you're watching, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Xbox but Live. Al always reliable Xbox Live. There when you need it. Sorry. Goes down when you need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, so I was asking you, have you played Ocarina of Time? I think Zelda's been one of them games where I've always played it for like half an hour and then I just got bored and I just put it down. Really? Yeah, but I, I think I don't think I've played it since I was like, I don't know, like 13, 14. So yeah, I haven't played it in a long time. So I'm, I don't know, I might have a bit more patience now. Well, on, on the 3DS versions, like, really upgraded and they've, like, improved it and, you know, made kind of some of the puzzles a little bit easier by just making them... Like, just by making them more obvious, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's mainly just, like, they haven't really physically changed anything, but just with the art style, things are just clearer now. So, like, I, I wasn't a Zelda fan growing up. Like, I never had any Nintendo consoles. So, I, I played Link Between Worlds on 3DS, and it's probably in, like, my top 10 games of all time now. Hmm. Like, I loved it. Give so, I've just been, like, trying to, to go back and play all of the, the old ones. And, uh, yeah, I finally got around to Ocarina of Time, and I've been loving it. I've been... Pretty crazily, like, I've been looking forward to going to bed early so I can play it in bed for a little <laughs> bit before bed. It's actually, like, it's, a, it's genuinely a little bit scary. Like, some of the, the enemies in it are generally terrifying as well. And, like, I'm not even saying that in a, oh, for a kid's game, it's a little bit spooky. I mean, <laughs> genuinely, like, not scary, but, like, creepy. But, yeah, apart from that, like, I've been absolutely loving it. So what's the what's the general, like, backstory of the game then? Because from being a, a Legend of Zelda sort of noob... Like, what's the sort of, you know, main backstory? You know, like, Mario's obviously trying to cap uh, rescue the princess. Like, what's the main sort of thing for Zelda? Or is it different So you mean, from mean the actual, like, the actual storyline? Yeah, like, what's the main sort of thing? Come on, you got to sell it to me. I want to... This is going to... See if you're going to make me try and play it or just leave it. Okay. So, the way, so the way it begins is you live in a, a village, but you are the only person in the village without a fairy. Okay? So, obviously, you're you know, the subject of quite a lot of ridicule. <laughs> and then there's the Deku tree. It's Deku, Deku tree? I'm probably insulting people by pronouncing that slightly wrong, but something along those lines. There's a big tree, and he says that there's this big bad thing coming, and, you know, you, you need speak a fair to this end. tree, and then you sail on an adventure, then there's someone called Ganondorf, who is basically taking over the, the land. But the big thing about the Ocarina of Time is the, the fact that you kind of jump through time. So you start off as a, a kid and you see the world as it is. And then there's a point where you jump, uh, I think it's seven years forward. So you're now a grown up. Mm -hmm. 
and then you can see how the world has changed in that time you know some towns have been destroyed and are now on fire and you know some people have moved and there was like a there was like a a, a horse ranch and like it's been taken over by someone else so that's really interesting but for an n64 game it's like so big and there's so many interesting things and like there's a day night cycle and where people are and what they're doing like depends on the day and night and i love games that just create a world that you spend a lot of time in and you get to know your way around and it just all feels familiar like i love it like an open world game like a lot of open world games you're just looking at any uh, a mini map and then you see a waypoint and you just go to the waypoint and everything in between is just whatever here there's like towns that you get to know and i'm like oh i need to go and you know buy this potion i know which shop i want to go to and you really learn the world you're in and spend a lot of time in it yeah and so that's what i've enjoyed and then the the dungeons are the dungeons are pretty hit and miss are fast some have really enjoyed some have been a little bit painful <laughs> i think like <laughs> some of the puzzles are you know it's a little bit it's one of the first 3d games so there's a lot of things that are outdated mainly the the camera controls because obviously the n64 only had one analog stick so you can't turn the camera at all yeah you just move around and lock onto things so that's yeah, I've got used to it now, but, you know, things have got better since then. So it's, you know, far from a perfect game, but it has really held up really well. And I'm going into it with, like, no nostalgia. So I did my homework. That's my game. Can you think of anything you've played? Um, I've just been looking through my Steam thing. I've been playing a lot of VR games, but as I said, that's not really anything different. Um, but I don't know. There's not really been a game out that's really kind of gripped me. As you can look at old games. You can go for like look through mobile games. Come on, actually, I'm not, you're not getting a pass for this semester. <laughs> you failed your homework. <laughs> One of the things that is coming out is that they're relaunching the. Uh, God, what console is it now that they're giving a reboot to Nintendo? Is it oh, the, so there's the the NES the classic SNES? Mini. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, so it's not the SNES, because that's the, the Super NES, so they're doing the... I, I'd love it if they did the SNES as well. So it's the NES, so it's basically a mini... I mean, it's, it's not even a mini NES. It looks like an NES, but it's a new console. It's basically running kind of basically the Wii U. It's like the... Because the Wii U has the virtual console, yeah. which allows you to download these old games. So it's basically... It's essentially that, but there's no online connection. So it's, it's 30, you know... Um, 30 games. Uh, ports of uh, NES games... And it's just got an HDMI port you plug to the TV and then, like, you know, mini versions of the, the NES controller. So it looks good. I pre-ordered it today. <laughs> ah, cool. So I guess it's... Have they kind of, like, re-sort of, you know, redesigned the the old games to go on it? Or is it literally just, you know, as, so, as they mean, were? Like, was it a reboot sort of thing? So, I mean, the thing... I mean, the big difference is they're... You know, it's going for a HDMI cable now. So I mean, it's not like oh, they're in sudden. You know, they're in HD. You know, but they're they're the the clarity is going to be better. Yeah. But as far as I know, the games are the same. Mm. You can do like save points now. A lot of the the, the older games didn't have save points. You'd have like a memory. I don't card. know if anyone <laughs> is old enough reading this to remember this, but you used to get passwords. You'd get to a point in the game ah, and it would give yeah. you a code <laughs> you need to remember and write down to save it. Now you can do like um like saves whenever you want, just like from the console, like 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 restart points basically so you know they've improved things a little bit and the list of games are they're pretty much all the ones you would have wanted you know it's all you know they got the marios marios on there you know they got zelda they got metroid they got castlevania you know so they're they've ticked the boxes that people would want ticked for the games on there <laughs> and it just looks cool i just want it under my tv because it looks cool and it's like it's like 40 pounds or something you know really? it's like less than the price of, of a game so you know and you get a controller with that and the hdmi cable so it looks like a good deal yeah that's really good that is really 
really, really, really good. That's crazy. I remember the uh, the old memory cards as well that you used to be able to put in the PlayStation 1 to save the games. That was like the, the next the, thing the up. The 8 megabyte yeah. memory cards and they were that cost like as well. 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> they're absolutely huge. Um, I, I hated them. I, I hated those because they were like... Oh, just like, there'd be times where you'd be like, oh, I need to save my game. I need to delete the save data from an old game yeah. to, you know, because I can't afford another eight megabyte memory <laughs> card. And then you'd lose it or forget it. Oh, I hated them. Like that that was one of the, the big things. Like the, the first console with a proper hard drive was the, the Xbox, the original Xbox. And that was like luxury. Like I was like... I can load all of my CDs onto this console. Yeah. You know, it was unbelievable in the day. <laughs> I remember that. I, remember, I just remember getting it for Christmas and having that like bright green menu and just having like a, yeah. a multimedia section where you could play your music and stuff like that. That was well, it was cool. I remember the intro. It looked like Flubber, didn't it? Going like yeah, <laughs> like the middle of the screen. That was that was exciting because I actually, I mean, I, I completely regretted it, but I traded in my. Well, no, my PS2 broke. But I had like the most ridiculous library of games, like all that I got like secondhand. Yeah. I I don't know how many. I probably had about like seventy or eighty games for the PS2. Yeah. And so and I I think I'd gone through about three of them and they all broke. And so I was like, right, I really want to get Halo because my friends had Halo and I'd play it around theirs, but I wanted it. So I traded in all my PS2 games and got a brand new Xbox and like probably about twelve xbox games and you know for the you know at that time that i was the happiest guy alive so i got 12 new games and stuff and in the end i was like i really wouldn't mind playing some of my old yeah. ps2 <laughs> games again i kind of a little bit regret that <laughs> do you have a, like a a favorite then between the the ps and the xbox like now now you have both like um overall would you mean like xbox one and ps4 no, no, no i'm talking about like the whole sort of you know from start to finish from the original ps to the original xbox to now like what? I mean, so I mean, like as a whole, I mean, whatever. Like they're they're free, you know. They all had free, very different consoles. So PS2, Xbox era. Despite Halo, you got to go PS2 because they had just such a good library of games. Then I think Xbox uh, 360 and PS3. I definitely go Xbox 360. Like the online was just so much better. The controller was, in my opinion, like infinitely better than the ps3 one yeah. and games generally ran better on it like they, the games were developed for 360 then ported to ps3 so they always ran better on 360 and now this generation i think's the closest one i'm slightly leaning ps4 yeah, but so am I. With, with, with the recent updates the xbox one has got way way better than it was it's just slightly less reliable i think i mean i think the, the thing that's really stood the time is the 360 because you know, for, for like how the Xbox One's been out for quite a while now, and me and Stamps still use the 360 for pretty much everything that we do. I know you've got a couple of series on the Xbox One, but generally speaking, we we basically, you know, use it quite a lot, don't we, compared to the, to the Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, so. well, so my, yo my most used console is the Xbox 360, and then after that is the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, I'm living in the... I've still got my PS3 set up for some reason. Really? Like, set up to record. Yeah, I got them all in a row just ready to... Because there, there was a time when there's so many good indie games on the PS3. That's where it really stood out. Yeah. There's kind of these, you know, games like Journey, The Unfinished Swan, um... Uh, Rain was a, another good one. There was that Puppeteer game. I remember you played like th those kind of games. That's where yeah. the PS3 was really good at. And the PS4 is as well. But now the Xbox One has some amazing games of that size. You know, things like Ori and the Blind Forest, you know, is amazing. Um, uh, Inside is a game I played. That was really good as well. So yeah, I actually downloaded that. It's a good time that. to be a gamer. Did you finish Inside? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's only like three hours or something. Oh, okay. Well, I downloaded it for the Xbox because it was out before on the Xbox and the PC. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, just just a warning about that game though. Like, I'm not. You know, obviously, there's people listening to this podcast of all different ages. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a it's a very gruesome. Yeah. Fight. and you know, it's just it's a very disturbing game, much like Ocarina of Time. It's <laughs> <laughs> not on the so, same you know, level. Just a, a warning for that game. Like, I don't, you know, definitely like that. That is a, a game where the age restriction is very valid. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, it's the yeah, same guys no, that I'm made not... um, uh, what is it now? Uh, Limbo. Limbo. Yeah, that was an amazing game as well. Really cool art style, but. Yeah, really enjoyed that game. Um, but yeah, also, I wanted to talk about... We mentioned this a few podcasts uh, episodes ago, and it was the... Um, it was the Sea game that you made. Sea of Thieves? Yeah. Do you, you don't know the name of any games. The Sea <laughs> game. The, <laughs> That's I, I love the way you start describing these things, <laughs> and they're like, let me just ask the, the, the nerdy encyclopedia <laughs> stampy. If like, I say one too word... too much time in Wikipedia. It never fails, <laughs> though. Like, I say one word, and you know what game I'm on about, so... <laughs> oh, we should do that! Okay, okay, say what you were going to say, and then we should do that. Okay. No, so I was just... <laughs> so I think they tweeted um, stamps after we sort of released the podcast and they were saying, oh, thanks for giving us the, the shout-out or whatever, but it wasn't anything like that. You were just saying it because you enjoyed the game. But, um, yeah, I just basically... I did a little bit of research. Didn't really look at the name um, because stamps is here, but I managed to watch a few trailers and it looks actually amazing. It looks really good. It looks so amazing, so I can't wait. When does it come out, that? Um, I don't think it's got a release date. Ah. Um, I might be wrong. Let me look it up now because I don't want to say that in case it does one. I'm, I'm almost certain though it doesn't have a release date. Yeah, so Sea of Thieves we're talking about. It's like a, a really cool open world co-op pirate game. Um, we should definitely yeah, it's record really amazing. that. So yeah, we, we, we were chatting about it. It was just when I got back from E3 and I was kind of saying that it was my favorite game that I saw at E3. And then it was the, the lead designer tweeted us saying like, thanks for the kind words. So I wonder whether... I wonder if they actually listened to the podcast or someone <laughs> told them. I'm, sh- I'm sure someone had to tell them about yeah, it. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that they're not sitting down listening we to We need to, to record to that, though. I really want to be the captain and have stamps shooting cannons at people. I want to be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> we could have, like, a, a duel to decide. Anyway, so, yeah, the, the release date just says 2017, so I was right. Ah, uh, no... okay. So, ne- next year, next year. We've we got to wait for You know what's going to happen, I mean, it's a though. big game. It will take a, a lot of time to, to make. You know what's going to happen? Somebody will see the trailer... Uh, E3, and then they will basically try to recreate as fast as they can on Steam before it comes out. That's what happens with every single game. Some like small developer tries to get in there and take, yeah, take, try and take the a idea. Yeah, rip off of it. Yeah. Right. Well, let, let, let's do the game. Then. The game? You've got to test me. So uh, you need to give me, like, start describing a game with first a tiny amount of information and then say more and see how quickly I see if I can, see if I can beat the viewers. You've got to try and shout it out before me. Okay, uh, so it's an old game, or... Oh, I know, I know, I know! Tetris! No. (laughs) (laughs) That was right, though. (laughs) And you are flying about, flying through hoops. Star Fox. Nope. Ah, Um, okay. And it's on, it came out on the GameCube, I believe, and then it went to the... I first played it on the Dreamcast. Um, do you want me to begins with K? I don't know if I even know it. What is it? Uh, Knights. No, I never played it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the encyclopedia of knowledge has failed. <laughs> 404 error. Okay, Can't we'll find do, page. We'll do another one. I meant this one easier. Right, so you are a young, willing photographer. 
Pokemon Snap. Hey! It was like the only sort of picture. Right, I'm going to do one for you. Okay. It's going to be a really tricky one, okay? An Italian plumber. Mario! I love if you got it wrong. Sonic, obviously. Right, we'll do one more each to each other, and then we'll move on from video game chat. This is kind of fun. Come on, give me one. Okay, do another one for you. Okay. Can't think of it. I just pull a blank now and I try and think of a of a game. Like I'm trying to think of games that like I need to know that you have played. Yeah. So uh let me uh I'm looking around my room, so I got like a bunch of stuff <laughs> on my shelves. <laughs> Anything? Um, Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go, because I can't think of any video games. You can't think of <laughs> any video games. Uh right, okay. So you are on a random world, you are the ruler of the world, kind of like a god, and you have to... Uh, civilization or something? Nope. You have to then convert random wild men around you, train them up as troops, and take over the... It's not like, um... Is, is it like a real-time strategy game where you're not allowed to say? Is it like Age of Empires or something? Close. You're on the right lines. Think like more... Like Warcraft? Like Warcraft 1, 2, or 3 no. or something? Think... Starcraft? Think more sci-fi, sort of. Not, not really. Yeah. Yeah, more sci-fi. So you're a god. Halo Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Starcraft. They're older. I think. Older than Starcraft. I think. Starcraft's pretty old. Is it? <laughs> um, okay, if I say one thing, you'll know what it is. They also made um, Black and White. Believe, oh, it's got to be a bullfrog game, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, it's not like, is it like Sim City or something? Nope. I might, okay, so you, there's basically a lot of gods that you always have an enemy on the map and you start off with literally nothing. You can cast spells, you can... Oh, is it like is it like populous hey, or something? Is that it? There we go. You got there. I got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> the cogs were. One turning. of my favorite it's games. Funny, actually, the first thing I thought of was um. There's a game called Godos. Yes, I um, played that. Did you? Okay, um, so yeah, because that's Peter Molyneux. That's the same guy who did it. But I was like, I'm pretty sure Squid wouldn't think of that, you know, because it's not like a, a huge game or anything. So have you, have you, have you ever played Populous? Uh, no. Oh, I'm just aware of it. One of my favorite games of all time. I put so many hours into that game. Populous the beginning, if you can, if you ever find it online, if you ever can get a copy of it or whatever, I don't know if you will be able to, or an emulator, that might be the best option, but honestly, you need to play, it's the best, one of the best games, so good. Okay, I'm gonna do, so this is one of my favourite games on, actually I won't tell you what it's on, but I don't know if you know it, hopefully you do though, because if you don't, you should play it, and that's gonna be your homework. Right, so, Monkey? Um, Island? Um, no, good that was quick though. Um, time travel is a big clue. Monkey and time travel. Monkey and time travel are two of the things that I think of. It wasn't that. It wasn't Monkey Island though. It wasn't Monkey Island. <clears throat> Monkey. And There's three games in the series. Monkey. It's on the PlayStation Two. All three of the games. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever played. There's guns in it. And there's a monkey. <laughs> and you can throw bricks in it. <laughs> if you want. If you want. <laughs> you might, have, you, have you ever played Time Splitters? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was going to say that, actually. 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was going all, all the ones I got wrong. I was going to say the answer, then I decided to not say the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love Time Splitters. So time time Splitters was the game that made me get a PS2 playing that round of friends' house. Wasn't it on an arcade machine? Um, somewhere. I think you're thinking of Time Crisis. Oh yeah, that might be it. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think like I played Time I want to Google it actually <laughs> now just to make sure that I haven't played it. It's so so. That was made by um, Free Radical. Who got bought by Crytek? So that they like worked I've on like played some of the Crytek well. games and stuff. It's so it's got such a cool art style. It's crazy. So basically, everyone can be these crazy characters. Like you can be like a robot with a fish tank for a head, or like a giant duck, or like or a monkey. Is kind of one of the the famous ones. So it's kind of like, like Overwatch. <laughs> well, kind of, but there's like I think there's something like. 170 characters or something these really and they all got like their own like lines but you know they don't play completely differently like they can have stats for how fast they run and stuff but yeah. i normally just turn that off but then they're like there's like a million weapons and they're crazy and like the single player is amazing oh it's so good it's i really want a new one they were gonna make another one but then they didn't and i'm angry <laughs> write them a, an angry letter stamps tell them how angry I, you are i will do i will do i really liked your thing and i want more of it <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what they're doing now i wonder if they, have they made any of the games since the developers or yeah, well, so as I said, they, they they were bought by Crytek, who made originally Far Cry and then like uh, and Crisis uh, as well. Uh, and so they, they they worked on like the multiplayer side of some of the Crisis games, but I wasn't the biggest fan of them. So yeah, it's not, you know, that was all a serious, you know, sci-fi and a super suit type battling, you know, rather than a monkey throwing bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Far anyway, Cry though; that was really good. Everyone, everyone's been everyone's been eagerly waiting to hear the resolution of the breakfast situation, Squid. The what? The breakfast situation. Seriously, it was a week since the last podcast. It's like it never happened to you. You've got no memory <laughs> I do a whatsoever. Lot of stuff do you? in between. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I think I, I edited the podcast this week, so to be yeah, fair, yeah, you've got a refresh memory. Yeah, the other day. So I guess that's probably why. So remember, I, I didn't know what to have for, for breakfast. Do you know how much rubbish I chat during the week stamps? I can't remember every single, like, <laughs> thing. Oh, that... Polly, I, I record several videos with you, Squid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very accustomed to the, the Oh, yeah, the breakfast situation. Did you do the toasted so crunch tea cakes? I remember now. But no, I, I didn't, but I, I've tried, oh. I tried something new for breakfast today. Was it a monkey throwing some sure. bricks? So it was an unexpected choice. I've been having, you know, like um, like the marshmallow square things. I beg your pardon. So not marshmallows, but you know, there's like the square. It's like like rice or something, or like marshmallow square. Squares. Do you, you know, know what squares? you're eating? Do you just shove it? Did what? Right. Squares. They're called squares, aren't they? Squares. 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 Google search. Marsh- I, know, I think I know what they are, but I don't think they've squares. got. Not marshmallow, are they? Well, they're like... Oh, it's just rice, isn't it? It's just like rice yeah, crispies, like, like, but it's like, like rice gooey. With like, it's like gooey, yeah, yeah. gooey marshmallow yeah, 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 stuff yeah. stuff on them. How many do you have of them for breakfast? Just one. What? That fills you up? Well, I'm all right so far. What time is it? It's like 4.30 now. It's kept me going till what? now. What? How? How? You're like a mouse. How do you... <laughs> you? I know you don't eat a lot, but I can't, I can't believe that fills you up. Well, it was... I mean, Didn't I might, send I might you have another space, one. mate. Honestly. But the thing is, I woke up quite late and then, like, I ate it just before the pod. Like, I was getting hungry and I ate it just Wait, before the podcast. Wait, what time did you podcast. get up then? Um, I don't know, probably about like 11. Oh, okay. But I was, I was up really late last night working, so. I was actually, I've had a bad, like, I'd over the weekend, I, I think I probably had to scrap about 13 videos that <sighs> went wrong. Oh my. It was awful. As my, I, I got no videos recorded over the weekend and I tried the whole time. I had the weekend. I kept having off. things going <laughs> wrong, like. 
<laughs> Even though I was recording on PS4 and then like I got signed out and then like lost like a load of things and then I was recording on 360 and just it kept going wrong. People were lagging out the game. It was I had a bad weekend for recording. So, so did you get any end, videos done this weekend? No, I got no. I mean, I got some like I wrote some scripts for. So I've been doing um, uh, I did like a, a top ten uh mini games in my funland video last weekend yeah um yesterday for you <laughs> for, for 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 squid so like i i got that video like edited yeah um, but i didn't record it and now uh today it would have gone up live i did like a, a top 10 buildings in my town i don't know if that's what it's going to be called but um yeah i did that as well so people really loved the funland one though people loved it sweet um, man was that on your uh, main was- channel or yeah, so I decided. So originally, I was going to do it on my second channel, and I was like, "Why not? Like, this is if I do it on my, you know, people are going to miss it." <laughs> so I knew that it appealed to to more people. So I did it on my main channel. I spent a lot of time doing like, you know, I tried to edit it properly because when I was doing it on my second channel, it's a lot more casual, or whatever. So I tried to to tighten up the editing and get the pace up and get good music and like a proper countdown and stuff. So uh, that went up. People enjoy. You got like you got like 10k likes in like an hour or something. Wow. I don't normally look at likes. It was only because people were talking about that in the comments you know so um that was good and then everyone was kind of sharing their like top 10 mini games in the comments so so that was good i was, I was really happy about that and then uh, hopefully people are going to like the top 10 buildings and seeing as they liked it i might kind of extend it and do like top 10 redstone contraptions or like top 10 hit the target episodes or you know something like that and see see whether people get bored of it or or not yeah because <laughs> yeah. i love doing it did it get a better response cool. than your normal lovely world stuff are um like like it was new it was diff- you know it was new so people were like oh this is cool this is different so i don't know if it's like oh first thing i prefer this you know what i mean it was talking about top 10 things that i've done in my lovely world it's not like i could replace it you know <laughs> i'd <laughs> run out very quickly my top 10 dirt blocks you know like what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah people were like people enjoyed it more than than i thought they would so that was that was good and I, it's fun looking back at stuff like that as well and you know i was going back to to really old video and you were in it quite a lot you know it was a lot of old midi games where you know back when you used to be a minecraft helper um you know so there's clips of you and stuff in there so people liked you know there's lots of all oh, nostalgia all oh, the feels i remember this you know yeah. so there's all the comments <laughs> like that as well <laughs> awesome man that sounds really good but like you said it's one of the things where i mean i guess it could be you know because you basically building it so much that i guess you know it could be something that you could update you know maybe like once a year or whatever to see what's changed well i'm th- i was thinking because i thought about that but i reckon that even in a year it would be too similar so i'm thinking maybe like every four years because it took it took me four years to make that one so i'm gonna wait another four years and 2020 <laughs> 2000 put it in your diaries stampylonghead.com you know <laughs> do you still think you'll be making lovely world videos in 2020 um i i think it's unlikely i don't know anytime <laughs> i say anything like that people are like oh no it's ending it's like i'm not planning to end it but i feel it's unlikely i'll do it for another four years i've, I've always thought that i i reckon i'll get to a thousand episodes i think what, you I know? think that it would take a lot of effort for me to make episode a thousand and one. I think. Yeah. To, to you know, because then what? You know, am I going to wait till five thousand after that? Like two thousand doesn't sound as good. Like I feel like I've planned the ending though. I've, I've planned like the this week. I planned the final episode of my lovely world. Like I'm not. I'm not ending it. It's not ending. But when it does end, I know how it's going to end. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. Wait, so so what are you on now? What number are you on? I don't even know. I'm like 400 and something, I think. And that's taking you how long? 
Uh, so that's about, uh, I think it's just over four years. So you're going to have to go for another four years then. I guess. Maybe. <laughs> you are going <laughs> really to make it in 2020, otherwise you're not going to get to 1,000. At, at the beginning, I wasn't doing two videos a week. Okay, so. well, let's do the maths, right? So, you, so, so, so you, let, you let, let me work out weeks. exactly what, what episode I want. So I'm on episode 427. Well, it's going to be slightly past that when people are listening to this. But as we're recording, episode 427 was my last one. Right, so there's 52 weeks in a year. Okay, so that means you'll get 104 episodes out every year. Okay, so, so it's pretty much 100 a year then. So, of course, closer to five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, I'm going to lose my voice <laughs> like, The thing is, at some point I'm going to run out of ideas Like, at some point I'm not going to be able to come up with a new minigame Like, yeah. at some point every item has been combined with every other item <laughs> You know, like it's <laughs> there, there has to be a, like, a limit in the game of ideas Surely, you know, I've done a post office, I've done a fire station You know, at the end, you know, what am I going to be building? Like a, a shop where you buy bongo drums Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get more and more far-fetched with my ideas as I've done everything obvious. <laughs> it's so scary. That's scary, though, isn't it? Like, you've spent four, four and a bit years on it. It's yeah, crazy. It's been, a, it's been a long project, you know, and it is, it is still largely a project for myself as well, you know. Like, I've always said that I'll be doing videos probably long after anyone cares about watching them. <laughs> yeah, but but I, but then again, that's when you know that... You know, you're passionate about making videos. That's when you know you're in it for the right reasons. You know, even if not as many people are not watching it anymore, you still have a passion for, you know, creating something and, and sharing it. So Exactly. You know, I mean, that's, you know, and it was the same for both of us. You know, we were both doing that, you know, when that was all there was. You know, it wasn't like, are you doing it because you're passionate or you want money? It's like, well, we, we had no expectation <laughs> yeah. of making money. You know, we were just passionate about making videos, you know, and I think that people think once you've, you know, being able to make a career as a YouTuber something changes, but you know, it, it doesn't. I think if anything now, a lot of the people you see starting out have you know, are going in with that motivation and yeah. all of the people that are YouTubers, you know, just don't care. Like it's you know, there was a point where I was, you know, kind of view counting a bit and, you know, making sure, you know, you know, thinking about, you know, what is successful and stuff. And I realized that that was sapping all the fun out of YouTube. So I, I made a conscious decision, right, just don't care. Make make videos. Don't even look at it. You know, like yeah. it's... And then since then, you know, I'm not getting the same views that, I, you know, as I know I could, but like I'm loving it, you know, like <laughs> every morning I wake up and I'm like looking forward to, to making videos, you know, which is worth so much more than getting, you know, an, an extra few hits and likes on YouTube. Yeah, which is what it should be. And then... And then, you know, when you come towards the end of it and everything starts progressively going lower and lower, you still have the same sort of passion and you, it's not too much of a, you know, a, a kick in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you know you, what I mean? Like, keep doing it. You, you know, you know, you're not losing out, you know. Like, I know that, you know, I'm going to want to move on and do something else as a career. You know, I've done this for a long time. I feel like... I get YouTube, you know, there's going to be other things I want to do, but, you know, I'm going to keep doing YouTube because that's what I love doing. But this is very relevant. There's a, a comment which I read earlier, which is directly related to what we're we're talking about. So can I, can I, it's, it's quite a long comment, but can I read this out? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, so this was written by uh, Amy and I can't pronounce the other person's name. So sorry, it's Amy, it's I-C-A-H. Do you know how to pronounce that? I-C-A-H. Is it Ica? Ica, is that right? Yeah, I guess so. I see. So sorry, I can't pronounce your name, 
but I think it's Amy and Ica. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and so they say, uh, Hello, Squid and Stampy. Uh, first of all, thank you for being uh, such great influences towards uh, everybody and putting smiles on people's faces. And I promise I'm not just reading this comment because of the opening. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but then they go on to say, For the last few weeks, my daughter, who is four years old, said she wanted me to film her so she could make videos like Stampy and Squid, but in her own way, because she wants to make people happy. I have a bunch of short clips of her introducing herself, dancing, singing, making crafts and playing games. And also her saying bye and asking people to give a like at the end. <laughs> My question is, how old is too young to start YouTube? It's a good question. Um, I don't think there is a too young. I think there is... I think parents should get involved until the, the person or the child is old enough to you know take on a certain amount of negativity and that might sound bad but when you put yourself online there is going to be you know negativity and you don't want you know your child or your kid or whatever you know posting stuff online and then uh, having to deal with that they don't need that in their lives when they when they're growing up so i don't think there really is an age if they have a passion about making videos then the parents should really i mean we're talking about a four-year-old here like that is really that is kind of the first age where a child would be physically able to, to, to make a video and, and understand it properly. Yeah. Like, well, not even properly, you know, understand enough about it to want to do it. Yeah. So what, I guess what advice would you give to a parent who has a four-year-old? Let's be specific on that age. Okay. That says, well, what, you know, what advice I, I, I want to do I'd give is it probably isn't a good idea to, to start uploading to YouTube straight away, but I definitely think if they're wanting you to, to film them, maybe maybe stall that away. Maybe, maybe you know, film them doing what they want to do and, and once they get old enough to make a, a conscious decision whether they want to do it or not, that's really good footage to have for them to kind of to share with the world if they want. So, you know, if, if they're asking you to, to film them or whatever, you know, obviously don't put it online straight away, but keep it to yourself. It's good memories. It's, it's good fun, especially as you as a parent. Um... And then, yeah, just keep it as kind of like a, a database of, of footage and, and I'm sure the person or the, the kid or whatever will, will feel happy for, you know, for you storing it for them until they're old enough to know what to do with it. <laughs> Even if it is embarrassing, it'll make a, a funny clip later on. But yeah, that's what I think you should do. Honestly. So what about the, the fact that she's all, you know, as a four-year-old, she's asking people to give her a like at uh. the end of the video? So... Uh. So, I mean, so something that I'm always worried about is coming across too preachy um, because, like, I mean, I, I kind of did it in my, I did a let's talk about, I think it's talking about family-friendly content. I can't remember what it was called. I don't know if it was called that. And in it, I kind of say that this is what I've chose, but, you know, people that don't want to, to do that, that's fine. And anyone can do what they want in YouTube. But there have been times when I've seen you know, videos of, you know, very young children making YouTube videos and you can see directly their influences and you can see how they're, you know, imitating their favorite YouTubers, you know, who aren't making kid-friendly content. You know, you can see, you know, the fact that she's asking for a like, but probably doesn't really fully understand yeah. what that means. You, I mean, that is just such an obvious sign of, you know, how much, you know, we, you know, and, you know, YouTubers, you know, people you know, in the spotlight, spotlight, like, you know, celebrities and YouTubers are, you know, it just, that just shows how much of an influence we have that a four-year-old is already saying that, mm. which, 
you know, I don't know that, that that's the kind of the time where I feel like it's all right if I can be a little bit preachy and kind of say <laughs> a few things about you should be because if, if you know, if we're influencing the next generation in a way, I feel like that goes beyond, you know, you do your thing, I do my thing, you know, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to do your channel. I feel like, you know, if you're negatively putting a bad image out or, you know, giving bad advice or, you know, doing actions that you know kids might might copy you know whether it's in their videos or in real life i feel like that is the point where you know some maybe someone standing in and, and, and saying something you know might be more important because you know there's regulations about that on television you know in a cartoon you know even cartoon violence there's certain things they can do and certain topics that have to be tackled in a certain way you know there are restrictions which there aren't on the internet and i don't know like Anytime people say about any restrictions on the internet, people say it's a bad thing, you know, free speech, you know, you know, internet freedom. But I don't know. What what do you think about it? Um, it is a tough kind of situation. But again, I think it boils down to parenting as well. If you're going to have your child watch YouTube at a certain age, then, you know, make sure you try and watch over them and and just kind of see what they're watching if it's not friendly and it's not age appropriate for them then don't make them watch it it's just you know there's not a lot on youtube you can't that that's an impossible task for a parent if a child wants if a child wants to watch a certain video whether they do it at school or around their friend's house or on their phone like they're they you know there's no way you know unless you're sitting over their shoulder all the time you know that that you can't restrict in that way like that's not you know that's not logical you know like that that's not possible <laughs> well yeah but i'm talking about a certain age i'm talking like uh, you know if it's a, a four-year-old or whatever then they can really sort of monitor what they're watching and stuff like that um if they if they're getting stuff if they're getting like a you know an ipad or they're watching it wherever then <laughs> it's so hard because youtube doesn't really ask for a sort of you know like a pg approach there's no sort of thing before a video saying this has got a certain age rating it's from the get-go if you click on a certain video then you never know really what you're gonna get that i think i think that's something that lies within you know youtube if, if you're if you're a channel where it's got a certain amount of content and maybe they should start doing what movies doing and having a certain age rating on the channel yeah, but I mean, when you can put age restrictions on, but I think it's just the fact that everything's in the same place. Like, you click on the video and it might say there's an age restriction. Yeah. You know, and obviously it's easy enough to get around that. I'm just going to make an account and say I'm 18, you know, yeah, no yeah. big deal. But also the fact that it can come up recommended, you know, it can come up in the searches, you know, you could search for something and then, you know, one video pops up, you know, which isn't appropriate. You know, you search in Minecraft and it, you know, could be... You know, you don't know if it's going to be one of our videos or, mm-hmm. you know, one of the Yorks cast, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, nothing against the Yorks cast, but they don't do kid friendly content, you know, but, yeah. you know, it's all in the, it's all in the same place. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I think it's so easy to, to, to stumble into things. And then obviously, you know, if, if the child does have access to the internet and they do want to particularly seek something out, no matter what restrictions are there, you can get around them, you know, <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I remember at school, you know, where, yeah, the internet was completely restricted and you could only go on certain sites but you know we always got around it there was always something yeah, yeah, you yeah. could do you know like it's i i don't envy parents <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a tricky spot it is a tricky thing but like stamp says if if they really want to watch it there's always going to be ways around it which kind of sucks but 
Like I, I think the only thing it can fall down to is the individual, you know, the YouTubers. It yeah. has to fall down to those individuals and what they they want to do, you yeah. know. And I don't know because you don't want to censor people or restrict them, you know. You know, there's people of all ages and types of people that are going to to watch. The problem is, is that you know the people that are making adult content still, I believe, a lot of them, the majority of the people are you know are under 18 watching them you know like that's the majority of their fan bases even if they're making videos and they say it's for adults the majority of people watching them you know are kids yeah 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 <laughs> so, so that, that's kind of the you know so you know it is going to be interesting to to see you know what happens in the the future with that stuff anyway i feel like we talked about this for quite a while are you ready for your your squiddy tip yeah let's go let's do it this is a good one as well so this is it's probably the most serious one we've had <laughs> but right. But I mean, you mean more which, which isn't saying much. How to eat a remote? <laughs> but it's, it's genuinely one that I would like help with because it is a problem that I have. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is a suggested from Lucy, and she says, "I really need help. I'm trying to eat my sandwich, but everything is falling out. Help me, please, Squid." Hashtag feeling empty. Ah, common problem. Common common problem. Stamps. Uh, do you have this problem with it as well? Oh, I hate it. So my, my worst thing are burgers. If I order a burger and I can't pick it up with my hands and just eat it like a burger and I yeah. have to chop it up and it all falls apart, then I'm I'm an angry cat. <laughs> well, the thing that like most restaurants do is that they they try and use really rubbish cheese. So when you're trying to take a bite out of the sandwich, it, it does a rubbish job of holding the thing together. So my squiddy tip for everyone that that wants it is to try and get yourself some good quality rubbery cheese. Might not sound too good, Stamps, but I can assure you it's the best for holding well, sandwiches I wanna and, know, and burgers. I'm not talking about if I've made my own sandwich. Say I've been given a sandwich yeah, and it's just packed yeah. too much. Yeah. Then what should I do in that situation? How do I do I take bits out and discard them? No, is there no, a way no, I can no. compact it together? Yeah, what should I, I mean, do? I mean, you can try and um, you can try and ask someone else for another plate and 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 make a plate sandwich with your burger and then try and sit on it for five or ten minutes. That really helps compress it. But the thing that happens then is all the stuff kind of comes out of it. It's like a... And then everything just sprays out of it. So this is what I said for the ruby trees. cheese. Make sure you try and take some slices with you. And then you can make like a cocoon of cheese around the sandwich. So the filling tries to get out, but the cheese like melts rubberiness around the burger. And nothing can escape, Stamps. Nothing can escape. Other than that... A blender. Blend it. <laughs> blend. <laughs> Just blend your burger and put it into a drink. I'm pretty sure they right. do that, don't they? Like a, a burger milkshake somewhere. I bet. I, you know what? I bet they do, Squid. Yeah. I bet they do. Or I would deep not fry it. Can you surprised. ask for it deep fried? <laughs> oh, I just feel like there should be a way to like vacuum seal it you know you like to turn it into a cube or like maybe just really cool you know those machines that like crush cars into cubes a mini one for sandwiches so you can just <laughs> like just pop it in your mouth <laughs> they normally try and like stick like toothpicks through it to hold it together but that n- never really works <laughs> yeah i know well the problem is because you've got to take the toothpick out to eat it and yeah. it all falls apart no, you can keep it well presented while you put it on my plate but <laughs> i've got to pick that thing up <laughs> maybe they should come up with some kind of, i've got it I've got it. Carrot sticks. But, but just <laughs> enough. I don't, just I enough to pierce I was it hear through. You go, I got it, stamps. Carrot sticks. Imagine you're putting carrot sticks all the way around the outside of a burger so it's holding it in like a steel girder. 
And then once you well, take the bite through it, everything else stays intact and you get carrots. Well, what about doing it like a donut? So you know that you get a donut where it's like sealed, but you have the filling inside. Right. So you have a bun, but rather than cutting it in half, you like put a tube in that sucks out some of the bread. Oh, that'd be good. And then you just like squirt in the filling. S- squirt and then, in the and, burger. And then toast it to seal the top and then eat it that way. And then all, all of the filling sealed inside. Sounds nice. Sounds really nice. Actually. That sounds good. I'm going to... Yeah. Gonna make that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna have for breakfast. We actually made one of them, which was really amazing. We had a breakfast little bun they called. So what you do, you know, like a bun tin, like circles. You cut out circles of bread. So you put bread circles in the bottom of these tins. Then what you do is you cook bacon. You put bacon strips around the outside. So you've got like a wall of bacon with the the bread underneath. And then what you do is you crack an egg in the middle. You sprinkle some cheese and some salt and pepper on top and you put them in the oven for 15 minutes and then there's this perfect breakfast bun just come out. Oh, it's, we, we made them the other day. They are delicious. They are amazing. Little breakfast bites they are, Stamps. That does sound good. Yeah. I'm way too lazy to make anything like that, but that sounds but good. Why did I do it, Nicole, did it? But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are running out of time. We've got just about time for a, um, a Stampy tip. So is there anything you want some tips about, Squid? Um, yeah, how do I catch a Mewtwo? Ah, well, they're not in the game yet. So, I, I was looking, so after I've had my, was it Drag, Drag, Dragon, Dragonini? Dragonair. So after my Dragonair experience, I looked up online, and I found out that it's like, it's in the epic class of rarity, which drove me crazy because it crashed. And then there's a list of Pokemon that aren't in the game. So Mewtwo's not in yet. Mew's not in. All the legendary birds aren't in, and Eva's Ditto. They're just not available yet. No, Ditto said that it was in, but no one's found it. Well, according to a random picture I found online, it's not in, so I don't know, <laughs> so, maybe it is. And then so they also, there's also some Pokemon which you can only get in different regions. So you can only get a Mimic in Europe, and then there's like... A what? I think... Uh, is, it, is it Mimic? Is it called Mimic? What's a Mimic? No, Mr. Mine. Mr. Mine. <laughs> Mimic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making up Pokemon now. You can only get a Flutini over, <laughs> and then you can only get like I think it's a far fetched in America and stuff. So there's like region specific Pokemon, what? which seems crazy considering you can't even trade them. So what you're gonna do? Just travel the world to go yeah. and get a Mister Mine, you know? <laughs> That's insane. It's cool. I love that region stuff because even now, like there there are certain Pokemon that are more common in some places than others, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah, whenever we go like, We just to... get loads of water Pokemon where we are, just because we're right in the sea, so I don't know. Well, I need more Magikarp. I want to try and get a Gyarados, but... All right, that's a, we get loads of Magikarp. Like, oh, really? Magikarps, like Poliwags, like the Goldeens and stuff, the Star ones. We, star we get you, loads Stammy. of them just because we're right like, next to the ocean. Jealous. So jelly. I need to try and get <laughs> the Magikarps. We just get Hypnos uh, yeah. around here. Hypnos and Drowses. Like, we get the Drowses near Costa... Which just kind of kind of works because obviously the drowsies are hanging around the costume to get a bit of coffee so they can liven up, <laughs> stop feeling drowsy. <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, so so that is the end of episode nineteen of the Magic Animal Club podcast. Um, the the next podcast, episode twenty, is going to be a special musical one uh, where Squid is going to be singing throughout the entire hour podcast. So uh, make sure you uh, come back to, to to check that one out. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for for this First week. Anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, well, oh, if there's any requests, <laughs> any requests for songs, let me know. 
Okay. You're not even going to be singing what we're doing. You're just going to be singing songs. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going to be going on my normal rants, and then you're just going to break it up it. with the songs. Rather than our light jazz we normally have in the background, Squid's just going to be singing in the background. I'll supply the light jazz on my tin whistle. So. <laughs> Alright, so that's the end of this week. I uh, hope you all guys uh, have a, an amazing uh, rest of your, your Sunday and a week to, to follow. But for now, we will see you all later. Bye! Bye.